We're live back again. Views from the chair podcast. Oh man, feels like last part was a minute ago. Busy week. Uh, what you get into this weekend? It does feel like it was a long time ago. Now I think of it, but like it feel like now that we switch it to Tuesdays, it feels like I'm way further in the week. When I come on here, so I like I keep thinking like it's Wednesday, and I'm like, what do I got to do this week? So and so, so and so. Um, I do feel like my weeks got longer now that we switched it though. Yeah, and I, maybe it's the day getting brighter. I need to get back on my bike shit because it's nice outside. Man, I started drinking protein shakes. Oh, just nasty shit. This is gross, bro. Like, yeah, I don't know if I'm mixing them wrong or like I don't know if there's some kind of like. Nah, they just nasty. Them shits is gross, dog. Like, like that life wasn't for me. Like fucking disgusting. Uh. So I don't know. But weekend was good. Uh, Friday, I tried this new bar out, right? That shit was fun over by my place. (laughs) That shit was good. Good times to be had by all. Um, (laughs) Now I was... um, There goes the nevermind shit. All the day one listeners know about the never mind shit. Like guys, have you ever seen two people you like? Have you ever went somewhere with somebody you know and then seen somebody you know while you was there? You know, uh, the, I, I'm, you know I what mean, I mean. I could put it two and two together without yeah. saying it. So you like, yeah, like sometimes like you get a little overwhelmed. You get like you can't say hi to both of them. Yeah, because you know you don't want to spread your friendship like that. Yeah. But then one of the other friends texts you and insults the friend you're with. And you go, wow. Damn. That's kind of fucked up. <laughs> and then Saturday I woke up. I woke up a little sluggish. I took a nice, I took a nice nap. Man. I took a great nap on Saturday. Um strolled down to Delaware and I went to my buddy's house warming. Uh, and that was fun. And it, to my surprise, I wasn't the only white there. So that was it was refreshing. It was refreshing. Go. And you know, like it was Progress nice in the country. It was, man. It was nice too. Cause you know how like black people do the heads up thing. Like we uh-huh. we did the we did the what's up buddy thing, which was dope. <laughs> we intersected on the stairs, like what's up, man? I was like, what's up, buddy? It was like a nice, like, yeah. So it's all good, okay. bro. Don't worry about it. So it was nice, man. Acknowledgement. Two, yeah, two out of fifty. It was a good ratio for us. <laughs> it was. It was a good two out of fifty five, maybe. Legit. So I had to come in hot. At first, I was like, oh shit, there's a lot of people here. I don't know. Maybe I needed to go outside and smoke a yak. And I was like, let me just go in here and do it. You know, I had everybody laughing pretty quick. It was like I really asserted myself there. there you um, your little fucking sister, man. She can drink. Um, yeah, she's a bad influence, man. Her, her, yeah. and her fella, man. They're bad influence on me every time. You start. She's a champ, man. Yeah, man. She says funny shit, and I say funny shit, and her fella's funny, and he likes my jokes too. So we start riffing back and forth, and next thing you know, you're fucking pouring shots left and right. I don't know where the fuck that came from, but I mean, that's that's no, that's nothing new. Yeah, bullshit, buddy. You That's must nothing new when there's when there, when I have don't have to drive. It's 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 buddy, on. It might have been you might have poured four shots in the first hour. To, to a point, I was like, all right, I'm gonna have to catch an Uber home if I stay any any time later than ten. <laughs> That's like I thought that, and it was like six thirty when I got there. I was like, if I stay past ten, I'm I'm gonna have to Uber home because this is yeah. at, at this rate, it's gonna get out of hand by eleven. Yeah. Um, luckily, we're old, so I wrapped up a little earlier than that, mm. and then uh. Sunday, I, I top my weekend off. I, I get my man's tray. He came over. Uh, we yeah. hit the Children's Museum, and he, he beat a kid so bad he cried one-on-one. Oh, my goodness. He cried. Oh, he, my uh, goodness. I don't, I don't want to stereotype, but the kid walked up to him. He, he wasn't in the most athletic apparel. 
Okay. Um, and he said, "Hey, man, you wanna you wanna play me in a basketball match?" He called it a match, so it was already over match. from there. He called it a match. I'm like, I, I, I think me and Trey had the same reaction. He looked at me, and was like, and I was like, bro, you, you want to play? Go for it. He was like, yeah, man, I'll play you. I mean, he might have been, like, he smoked this fucking kid. Yeah. I mean, he was smoking him, dog. And they were playing full court, like full half court Johns, which was hard. Oh, so Trey's getting the board. Bing, bing. Kid's jumping, and he's just 15 feet out, 20 feet out, wet, wet, wet. And the kid's mom's mad nice. So she's like, good shot, man, good shot. <laughs> the kid's getting the ball, and he's trying to dribble it back. He's getting plucked. He's missing hard. I mean, they were supposed to play to seven. I think it got to five nothing. And the kid, he just pounded the ball, stormed off. His mom brought him back and said, hey, like, you need to say good game. So the kid came back. He's red in the face. He's like, good game. Stormed back off. And then Trey's little arrogant dumbass comes over to me and goes, I, I get like that when I'm losing too, Dill. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> fair enough point, man. Um, so then I, I, I spent the night with him. We had a time and dropped him off in the butt. That little motherfucker's getting old, man. It's crazy. Yeah, I got to see bro again, man. He's getting old, man. He's a funny little fuck, man. I, uh, I think I seen him last a month. I tore my Achilles. Dude, he's he's a goof, man. He's just like, because I'm like, I don't like sometimes forget he's still a baby because he is old. I'm like, yo, bro, you like, do I need to pick out your clothes? He's like, no, I got it. He put put a nice, <laughs> nice little fit together. Nice right. little fit, nice little sweatsuit with some Yeezys. I'm set for school. Like, let's let's paint something. We start painting. He goes, like, <laughs> then he says the dumb little kid shit that you're like, yeah, he's still a kid. He looks at me, he goes, we had at least a little fun today, right? I'm like, yeah, bro, we have. There we go. We had, we we go. Had, we had some fun, bro. We had some fun. We had some fun. Um, yeah, and then that—I mean—he put me on some pizza place that fucked me up. Though. I woke up yakking at like one in the morning. Like an oh, hour. Man. Um, he called it too. He's like, "It's my favorite place. Let's get it." And then the guy—he's like, "This looks nasty today, dude. I'm not eating it." I'm like, "Bro, you want to starve? You starve. Don't eat it." I had two slices of shit. I, I thought I was gonna die, dog. Sheesh. Um, it was—it was a tough go, but all in all, good weekend. Well rounded. Couldn't ask for more. Right. How, how was your weekend, man? Ah, uh, man, it was great. Um. Friday, prepping for the housewarming. And obviously, like you said, Saturday had the uh, housewarming. Uh, oh, that was your housewarming. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, it was. It was uh, good to see everybody come out, you know. Um, a lot of people. Uh, I was a little nervous about having 50 people in the house, but it was, like close, it was like close to that number, wasn't it? No, nah, it was there. Okay, it, it, there. Felt, it uh, felt like it was a lot. I wasn't mad at any of the food, bro. Uh, shit ton of food that was here. That banana pudding was fun. Uh, put them on the banana pudding. I don't know how you didn't know anything I, about it. That shit was lit, dog. You know what, yeah, I didn't even eat it till the next day, dog. That's that's what I'm saying. And, I mean, fire, it was kind of like destiny because fire, there was only one scoop left. And I was like, I'm looking around. People that's normally true. take the banana pudding. But I'm like, nah, you, you got to take this, bro. So you can't even not say no, like. Just take this shit. It was so good, dog. Yeah, yeah. I, I ate it when I was with Trey. He's like, I guess no, dog. Nope. <laughs> that should be a game changer. Uh, but yeah, man, it was cool. Everybody came out. Uh, had a good time. No weird shit was going on. Um, got some cool gifts. Um, I got an air fryer, which was super clutch. Uh, I'm about one? two years overdue for having That's an air fryer. Yeah, you didn't have one. And I've literally used the air fryer every day since I've got it. Yeah, I did that too. It dies down after a while, but it's... yeah, yeah, it was, I think it will. Um, also, so I learned something about thing. myself is that uh, I don't fuck with Doritos anymore. 
They don't hit the same. I haven't. I don't. I'm not a big chip guy. Yeah, we had a ton of snacks, and obviously we still got them because as many people as we did have, all of them not going. But I ate some Doritos yesterday, man, and Doritos they don't hit like they they used to. I don't I don't know what happened. Hmm. But uh, then coached my first game on Saturday, uh, lost by uh, two touchdowns. It wasn't too bad though. It was cool. Um, a little learning experience for the kids out there. Damn. Hopefully they uh, hopefully they also learn. But nevertheless, they had fun. So that's all that really mattered. Who's who's your assistant coach? I'm the assistant coach. Travis and, is the head coach. Uh, Travis is the head coach. So I mean, we alternate back and forth on offense and defense. And uh, AJ yeah, and Mike coach the other one, or AJ and Aaron coach the other one. AJ and Mike, and they got the better of us in the first game. That's what we played against. That's what we played against in the first game. So, I mean, it was it was cool though. AJ's Funny, better man. than me, man. Huh? AJ's better than me. If I don't got no kids involved, I'm not coaching this shit. I mean, there's nephews out there. That's fair. I got nephews. You don't see me coaching. Oh man, I bet you if Trey was on the team, wanted you to be the coach, you'll coach. Nope. That's a fucking lie. Nope. Tell I don't believe home. it. But yeah, man, solid weekend. Do you like hosting? It seems like Lex is like a natural host. Like she enjoys it. Oh yeah, that's her shit. That's her shit. Uh, I feel like all girls want to host, honestly. But yeah, she definitely likes the. That's a good hosting. point. Very nervous about the before, but once it's happening, she eases in and is relaxed and feels at home. Like yeah, blah blah blah. She wants to host everything. So I mean, my family pretty much books hostings. Mm-hmm. If you want to call it that, five years in advance, so it's kind of hard to get get that in. But I'm pretty sure we'll be hosting uh, friends and family a lot over the time. Your house fit fifty nice too. Yeah, I was surprised. I mean, it was it, a lot of people there, but it didn't seem like overly. Nice. Yeah, like you like you weren't shoulder to shoulder at all. Yeah, now nah, we we tried the best to accommodate the seating. Majority I, of people had seats. I misspoke as well. Um, there was three whites there. What was the third? The little white kid. Oh, yeah, the la- random little white kid. That's the thing about hosting is you're going to see some people that you don't even know. <laughs> and you're like, where did this motherfucker come from? <laughs> I walk up out of the basement into the kitchen. I just see a little white kid in the kitchen like, oh, I mean, Bill here, he ain't got no kids. Her, her people's here, he ain't got no kids. Who is this guy? Yeah, I mean, I guess I got to get ready for that, to have little kids just running around that I don't know. I'm not the most trustworthy person, so that's not the best shit for me. Who the fuck but is this kid, dog? We just had a little neighborhood stray in the, in the, in the kitchen. It was kind of crazy. I can't lie. <laughs> Bro, I did the, the fattest shit I've ever done today. Um, by accident, right? I went to the dentist earlier. They numb my mouth. I'm like, I don't know if they use like extra strength numbing or some shit around like these times. Or usually, mm-hmm. I should be numb for like an hour or two, right? I go to the dentist. Like my appointment's like one. I was bouncing around for work, so I didn't eat yet. So I'm just like, yeah, I'm just gonna eat when I get out of the dentist. Like this shit will take like an hour or so. And so I get out the dentist. The shit's numb. They're like, yeah, you're good to eat whenever. Just make sure like your mouth's not numb before you eat. So I go home or I go to my mom's house because I got some work to do. I stopped in. My mom's cooking right off the rip because she knew I was coming over. She's like, yeah, I haven't cooked for you in a while. I'm like, yeah, mom, I can't eat for a while because my shit's numb. So mm-hmm. I hop on a call. Now it's been like an hour 15, hour 30. My mouth's still numb. But like, all right, now the food's there. And I'm like, I haven't ate all day. So I'm like, fuck it. I'll just be careful. 
Bro, I almost bit my fucking lip off, dog. Like, my <laughs> shit's still swollen. Like, I almost bit my shit off, dog. Yeah, like, you were fucking grubbing. Like, <laughs> you was fucking grubbing. Like, I almost bit my whole fucking lip off, dog. I swear to God, like, I'm sitting there eating and I'm like, this shit is disgusting. I'm sitting there eating. I'm like, there's nothing red in this food. And I'm touching my lip. I'm like, yo, I might need stitches, dog. Yeah, you out of pocket. <laughs> like, That's I'm some like, hungry fat shit. <laughs> like, I might need some fucking stitches, bro. Like, That's some hungry fat shit. And I got mad client visits to do tomorrow. My shit's swollen. It's going to look like, because nobody's believing that. They're going to think I was rumbling on some dumb shit. Like, mm. yeah, bit my fucking bit through my lip after the dentist yesterday. Awesome. Yeah, I think at that point, you just got to go, yeah, I got elbow while I was playing basketball. Oh, good call. I played basketball on Monday. I fucking took it to him, man. There you go. I'm 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 like I'm I'm past like I play with them a couple times, so I'm past to like being nice to them because they're older. Uh-huh. And um now I'm just on I don't want to lose it all tonight. So I just run it like 10 games in a row. They put the girl on my team this time, it didn't matter. It didn't well, I'm gonna say what that is. It didn't be matter. careful with that. I don't want to lose shit. Cause when you got overexert, I mean bro, mm-hmm. like the competition's not, you, you go 80, you're not gonna lose. I win 80. All right, we're not gonna wish to keep down to zero on me, dog. Jesus Christ! Just be careful with that. I don't want to lose shit. I know the feeling. I didn't want to lose. Get caught up in it, man. Like I didn't want to lose, and I didn't lose. I, I mean, out of probably twenty games I played in that gym, never lost. Especially they start hitting some shit at you. It's like you know, like, hey, do you follow the World Baseball Classic at all? You're kind of a baseball guy. Uh, I do, but I don't. Okay, I was curious. My buddy uh, Chris keeps texting me about it. I, I, I could give a fuck less. Like, I, I don't care. Because um, they keep calling it the best meaningless baseball we'll ever see. Well, the Trey he, Turner fellas got signed to the Phillies, right? And I, I think he's playing, like, out of this world. Used to be with us, Dodgers, yep. Oh, he did. That's who they came from. Yep. That that gets me into free agency. And, that, like, obviously we don't try to talk sports too much on here. But that C.J. Gardner-Johnson shit had me a little, like, like puzzled, I guess, because I didn't really mm-hmm. understand why they let him go. Yeah, I thought he had solid, like he had good stats, especially missed some games. My buddy was like, "Well, they offered him this, and he tried to test the market, and then it comes out that they offered him a back end deal where he gets seventeen out of the twenty four in his third joint. And football money's not guaranteed, so like they could have just cut him. They kind of lowballed the football. No, nah, that's what they was going to do. They, yeah. they he knew the decline and shit. You know, yeah, football is a feisty game, man. As no, far as professionals go. Your boy Cam Newton's doing a uh, Auburn Pro Day today. Yeah, okay. watch the highlights. Watch the highlights. They uh, he's trending off of one throw. That was I ain't gonna lie, shit was amazing. But I mean, I'm as much as I fuck with Cam, I don't see anybody picking him up at this point. I mean, I I don't understand it personally, but I see from the team perspective that if you got Cam Newton as a backup, y'all lose two games in a row. Yo, put Cam in the fucking game. And especially if it's a younger guy, it's going to be like, all right, this big superhero shadow, Cam Newton, is going to uh, – it's going to divide. They they think that shit – like shit like that will divide a locker room. Like receivers saying, why Cam not playing? Everybody saying, why Cam not playing? We lose two straight games, three straight games. Yeah, the flip side of what you're saying is also um, – I, I know what throw you're talking about because I had to dig for it a little bit, but the throw I saw was the overthrow for the most part. Everybody kept retweeting that. Yeah, I seen that was the that was the first throw. So I thought he was trending because of that. Yeah. But then if you watch, he had that bomb. Where it's he, the bomb yeah. that he just ran fucking crazy. Yeah. Just threw that shit and everybody. Yeah. yeah. It, it was was cool. I'm pulling for Cam. Shout out to Cam, man. Shout out to Cam Newton and shout out to Trey Turner, man. Hopefully that uh, Phillies deliver next year. Yeah. Uh, Saudi. Uh, 
Baseball has no cap. I don't know why we didn't keep him, but wish him the best. They uh, do have a cap, though. It's just not harsh fines. Is that how it works? They don't, they don't have a cap. I thought they had to pay some kind of penalty. Yeah, luxury tax, but okay. they're billionaires. So, I mean, the Mets owner, teach you that. He spent a shit ton of money just to be good. Can't buy a championship, though. We'll see. They got a fucking bomb squad, but, yeah, I don't want to bore them with baseball. It's boring as it is. This might be my random thought, but I'll say it now because I was just thinking about it. What the fuck happened to Chance the Rapper? Mm, he put out that uh, Happy album and nobody fucked with him after that. What happened to that kid? It was that one Happy album talking about he loves his wife, loves his family, and uh, he disappeared. And off of that thought, just music like that, I was playing Pharrell and Kanye number one mm, right with my lady. And I'm like, when's the last time you heard a song like this? And neither one of us could come up with an answer. You don't hear that anymore. There's no more jolly rap songs. It's not that's not even jolly. It's just a cool song. Mac Miller, Mac, Mac Miller, Dang, Anderson Park. That's that. That's, that's my the app thing. App. Even like a Mac, I feel like Mac was on like a currency level. Like nah, he other fans. It was an upbeat. But nah, Mac was uh, the first platinum independent rapper in like 20 years. Yeah, I mean, but I'm saying I feel like he was on a currency level of okay, like you're talking about superstar level. Like no, like in the level of like, yeah, you're not getting played on the radio and shit. Well, wouldn't you and, say uh, like God's plan is the same kind of song? Not as number one, but like happy feel good. If you listen to number one, you got Pharrell on the hook. It's a good song. You're rapping about your girl, how you feel about her, and yeah, you, a lot of those Johns back then too. Because I, I don't even know, like, why don't we hear Anthony Hamilton on the hook with fucking uh, little baby? Where? CeeLo on the hook with fucking Lil Dirk. Like, we don't hear that R&B rap mix anymore. I don't know yeah, what's I love, uh, I love Kanye's verse on American Boy, too. I don't know why I always like that song. I don't, I don't know what happened to these songs. Yeah, fair enough. I'm sure they're there. We just don't listen to it. Because I like Doja Cat. But I'm thinking from, like, A-list song. A-list stars with A-list stars. Isn't that Doja Cat's whole, like, playlist? Maybe. But I don't, I don't, I don't know who she's working with. I just missed the R&B feature with the rapper. The big R&B feature with the big rapper. I'll say that. Um, yeah, because that's when Pharrell had the beautiful with Snoop Dogg, too. Yeah. They had some good songs back then. I don't, I don't know what happened. Back in man. our golden times, man. They did. Yeah. They did. I agree. Uh, So, apparently, there's oh. people that can uh give out the pipe and take the pipe four times in the night for 23 years. That's a good uh, Larsa Pippen came out in the interview and said... uh. She had to give it up four times a night for 23 years. Yeah. Uh, fact or fiction? Uh, fiction. Fiction. <laughs> I'm assuming, like, fiction. I, I think everyone, I don't want to say everyone, but I'm assuming most people have, like, did the marathon before when they first meet somebody, you know, like, hit them four mm-hmm. times. And it's like you, like, you go for it. Like, you're excited. Like, you know, like, I don't know how many years we have left of doing that. Right. Um, it's exhausting the next day, though. Like, you're not doing back-to-backs. I don't, I don't think yeah. I've ever done back-to-backs. Maybe if I did back-to-backs, like, that's because somebody was out of town from the weekend and shit. But, like, back-to-back-to-back? To-back? Not yeah, a shit. I mean, especially if you try to do that two nights in a row, at that point, you're nut in air. Yeah. Like, nothing's coming 100%, out. 100%. But it probably hurts when you nut at that point. Like, because you just, you grasping for something that's not there. Sorry for all the older listeners. But yeah, and obviously, really I'm not about. a girl, but I'm assuming they'd be pretty sore. After like the first second day, 
You you would assume. You would assume. Like you would you would think they'd be like a little banged up, like yeah. And you done four times. I mean, there's got to be some some lubricant involved. There's got to be a lot of things going on there. Yeah, if you over twenty four doing four times a night, you a you you, you wilding. That's a lot. And that was a weird flex for her as well. Like, I think that was one of them drums where I'm old, but like, don't worry. I still got it. Like, I'm, I'm a freaky old head. It's like, that's, you're it was kind of crazy that. that she said that while her man was there. Yeah, 100%. And then she did a little joke, like, the, the gay boy was like, he's got big shoes to fill. She was like, well, he wears a size 15. Like, all right, bitch, we don't care. Yeah, I, I was just like, I don't think any man wants to hear that. Especially, <laughs> maybe, 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 they probably don't want to hear it at all. But it's one thing to hear it privately. It's another thing to hear it publicly. And like, even the ladies on the drone wasn't... Can we talk about this shit right now? And the ladies on the drone wasn't impressed here. Like, the bitch, how? Like, you wasn't dead? Like, the fuck right. was going on there? Like, the, Yeah, the one lady came flat out and said, and your, your, your vagina's okay? Is it like, you good after that? I'm sure that was a beating. You know, you had the drones text you the next day, like, yeah, my shit's fucked up. Like, yeah. Like, it's like, come on, dog. 23 years? Stop it. Yeah, that was that was, that was was a little while. That, that, that You might be a little too molded at that point. That's a that's a fucking memory foam mattress right there. Yeah, that shit is going after that. Did I? I um, have. A, you want to keep talking on this? No, go ahead. Nah. I was like, I have a friend that says she's Puerto Rican and she got her ancestry DNA report back. Um, mm-hmm. and she's only eleven percent indigenous indigenous Puerto Rican, and like thirty percent Cameroon and like fifty percent white. Um, damn. So she's black and white, right? Like at that point, you can't keep saying you're Puerto Rican. I always wonder what the breakdown would be. Uh, it's funny you bring that up. I seen a video of a mixed girl, but her dad was half black, half white, and then her mom was white, and she was saying "nigga," and it came to the point of like, "Oh, I don't, I don't know if your percentage is right. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know if you got enough percentage to say this shit right now." Yeah, what's the percentage there? I have no idea. I would think 50-50. Realistically, it's probably 40-60. But, yeah, I was I, I called it. I thought it was hilarious because I'm like, damn, if the parent is half and then the other parent is white and then you come out, what, 25%, you like in the minority on that shit. Yeah, I, I, I've been scared to do the ancestry DNA just because I don't want to be disappointed with my results. <laughs> you know, like it's like, what if you get it back and like it's just all like corny? Like, what if I'm fifty percent German and fifty percent Irish? You're not fucking with it. No, like give me some Indian or something, dog. Yeah, give me something, dog. A little Moroccan or Egyptian. Like, or yeah, I'll take Cameroon. Yeah, Cameroon, whatever the fuck it is, I'll take that shit. Give me ten percent yeah. there. Let me find out. I'm twelve percent African, dog. I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> it'll, it'll go a long way. Wouldn't even matter to me, dog. South, north, I wouldn't give a fuck, dog. Um, I don't know how often we address rumors on here, but uh, did you hear the Andrew Wiggins rumor? <laughs> rumor report by John John Gill. <laughs> I, guess, I, I mean, I guess we doing a rumor report. Uh, it's gained a little steam. Heavy topic, man. Uh, I haven't heard a it. Lot don't people about, it. about it. Um, it's pretty fucked up, but it also is like he has been gone for a long fucking time. I thought he was injured, is he not? No, he took a personal leave. Like he's oh, not. Oh, I didn't realize him. that. I thought he was yeah. injured. Huh. And I mean, obviously, people reaching at this point, like 
Because what would make sense? What would make an NBA player out for kick a while off? too, right? Huh? He's been out for a little while too, right? Yeah, damn near two months at this point. And they're in the clutch of like, are they going to make the playoffs? Are they getting the playoffs? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. And this is no fact nor fiction, but apparently Andrew Wiggins allegedly may have found out that one of his children isn't his. From somebody that was supposedly his high school sweetheart. Mm. And uh, yeah, it just took over the internet for the past two days after somebody randomly came out with a story. Huh? Okay, go ahead. Now, somebody randomly came out with a story. But the only reason I thought it was a little bullshit is because the person telling the story just sounded stupid. The story, I don't know if you heard it. uh, His best friend? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I mean, if you just heard the guy talk, I ain't even going to look for the clip. But if you heard the guy talk, you just looking like, ah, you you're not the best source for this kind of information. How old's the kid? Maybe like if I'm raising a kid for like three or four years, and then I find over out, that age. Yeah, if I'm raising a kid for like three or four years, and I find out it's Teddy's, <laughs> I'll take a few months off of work. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, Kyle, Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's one thing to get cheated on. But it's another when you're raising somebody else's child when you're thinking it's yours. Yeah, I don't really give a fuck about the best friend thing because I'm sure that's probably fake. And if it's not, I mean, at that point, it's either like you, there, you got two options there. Either like, well, you can fight him. It doesn't solve anything. It's not going to do anything. You can like kill him. It's not going to do anything. Yeah, you kill him too. But like, I feel like maybe a fight just out of frustration, like a Matt Barnes, Derek Fisher kind of fight mm. where it's like, all right, like we'll fight and like whatever. Mm. Um, I see these videos on Facebook sometimes where, like, the people read it and then they find out and they call the baby mom and whatnot. I just saw that video, like, last week where the dude got his DNA test and was like, yeah, it's not mine. Come pick the fucking kid up. And oh, I do yeah, ponder. Yeah. yeah, I do ponder, like, if I had a three-year-old and I found that out, like, like obviously you have attachments to the kid at that point, but I, I don't think I'm sticking around. I just don't. No. And sadly, it's none of the kid's fault. No, not at all. But the sense of betrayal in that moment has to be unfucking real Especially if you have like like the videos watching, like he's saying, like, yo, like I'm financially responsible for this. Mm. No, no, I'm not. Like, and if I want to keep the relationship with the kid, like maybe here and there, like, yeah, pick her up or pick him up, whatever it is, like, cool. But like if you think like I'm gonna be paying like a rack or two a month to support this kid that's not mine, like you are sadly mistaken. And one of the most fucked up things I've seen was that happened to somebody, I don't remember what state it was, but in that state, apparently, uh, if you sign a birth certificate, you have to keep paying child support. So even though it's not yours, you proved it's not yours. You sign the birth certificate as the father. <laughs> you have to continue. You have to continue payments. And I can see by the look on that the face that you just made, like <laughs> you know what that shit. <laughs> Buddy, I'm not supporting kids that aren't mine. Like, like it's one thing to like. All right, like, here's the other shit, too. Like, mm. there's multiple jaunts here. It's like, I hear people, like, there's scumbag ways to go about this as well. Like, I hear that people, like, that'll date a girl with a kid or date a girl with two kids or three mm-hmm. kids, however many fucking kids the girl has. Right. And they're like, well, those aren't my kids. I'm only taking care of mine. Well, that's mm. weird. That's a yeah. weird jaunt for me. Yeah, like, you should have like, signed up for the situation. If you date a girl with a kid, like, that's, like, that's the whole argument on a jaunt. But, like, yo, you date a girl with a kid. Like, you take care of her kid. It yeah. is what it is. Like, at least help. Like, they're, like to an extent, like, you're not taking the girl out to eat and saying, like, all right, I'll pay for you, but you get little man's. Like, that's weird. Right. But, like, 
if it's not my kid and just because I supported it for a couple of years now I'm paying child support or, or I adopted it or some shit. And that's the other thing too. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I know plenty of people that do this shit and they do it, but like, I'm, I don't like see a situation and to where like I see it's necessary for me to adopt your kid. Ever. Yeah, no, nah, I've never, I've never in my upbringing or culture, I've never heard of that happening. I've, I, I know like three people. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't even see how it gets to that point. I don't see like why, why? Yeah, especially if you're already taking care of the child. What, like, what, what does that do for anybody? Nothing but make you financially responsible. That's the only thing it does. And like, yeah, like it's like people be like, well, like it shows to the kid. No, it doesn't. I don't like. What does it show to the kid? I don't get that shit. Like, all that does is say like. All right, this is saying that you're gonna be here for my kid. Well, like, bitch, if you if you don't think I'm gonna be there for your kid, we shouldn't be together. Yeah, and I feel like after the marriage, you're considered the step parent. Anyway, so, I mean, at that point, you already are playing that role. And like, yeah, like maybe if you want, like, I don't, I like, I don't know, because I know people that did it as adults too. It's like, yeah, like if that's what you need, then yeah, go for it. But like mm-hmm. as a kid, I don't, I just don't see a situation where I would do that. Not saying it's wrong. Now, would you adopt the child of, I guess, say, a friend that passed? Yes, 100%. Okay. 100%. I thought about doing that uh, a little while ago. It's, you know, so this is the shit, too, that, like, sometimes I, and, like, I also, like, when I'm talking to people, I think, like, people misjudge the responsibility of the day-to-day. Yeah, heavily. Like, like people think, like, all right, like, you're like, it's one thing. That's the shit motherfuckers be like, there you go with kids. It's like, yo, you know how easy it is to get a kid once a month? And give it back. For four or five hours and give them back? Yeah. That is not hard to do. Yeah. Like, And like, you spend mad bread? Imagine, Imagine going, going that daily. Day, like, day to day. Yeah. Like, even when yeah. fucking, like, Bree's out of town, I had to stay with train shit. I'm like, dog, like, I had to be an hour late to work that morning just because I had to make sure he was ready in the morning, walk him to the bus and do all that shit. Day to day, would that would be very, like, yeah, I, like I don't know how to say it, like not fucked up, but that's very inconvenient for my yeah. life. Like, yeah, this is like everyone like floats around the idea of like, yo, know, like, da da da. Like, dog, adopting a kid is assuming full financial responsibility, like full yeah. liability of them, like full actions of whatever they might do. And like now it's it's on you as well. Right. You have to make sure like stay up on their hygiene, like stay up on their clothes, stay up on their schoolwork, make sure their diet's cool, make sure they're developing socially right. Like, mm-hmm. there's so much day-to-day shit. And, like, you have to be patient with them all the time. That's the shit where I'd be like, yeah, sometimes I think I'm ready for a kid, and sometimes, like, I need to mature a little bit because I mm-hmm. don't know if I have the patience for, like, coming home after a tough day and my kid doing some shit that's stupid and me mm-hmm. not being like, get the fuck away from me, yo. Yeah. They get the fuck away from me. And it like also, like, you know, like doing that shuns them off and then they don't want to express themselves and all different shit. But the kids are a, a lot of responsibility. Yeah, I was talking to a coworker and they said uh one day they came home and their child was complaining about basically first world problems. Yeah. And uh he uh was yelling at his son, like, you got you got this, this, and this. Why are you crying? Blah blah. You're acting like a bitch. And it caught him like he had to catch himself like, oh shit! It's a kid, and I'm just I'm just mad in this moment. I'm and just having like, a bad fuck. day. And then you feel bad as a parent, or he felt bad as a parent. It was just like, damn, I gotta apologize and shit now. Like, it's just yeah, like you said, the day to day shit, and like you said, one bad day could 
have you taken that out on your child when it's not even really about that situation? I did, yeah. Like I, that parent shit, it's just it's just a lot, man. Like it's like hundred percent. But yeah, I guess if one of my buddies died, that's the other shit too, bro. Like I'll tell you, like if one of my buddies died, mm-hmm. and like then the kid's mom would have to die as well before mm-hmm. I would be like, all right, they're adopted. Right. It would have to be both parents. It would have to, like because it's way easier to be like, all right, I'm the support if you need it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm your punch glass emergency. You need me to pick them up from school? Gotcha. Right. Taking doctors here and there, got you. Need some money for this, this, this. I got you. But that there's a giant, giant step up. Yeah. From being that and being a full time parent, unless you're like one of those part time dads, which I wouldn't want to be. Right. Not at all. Not at all. Yeah, that shit's a lot, man. I think people really, I'm like, I, I don't know, man. I think people really like misjudge. I don't know if it's being a parent or being a good parent, but I think people really misjudge how much fucking work it is. I would definitely say it would be more of the good parent as far as being there for everything, uh, talking them through everything, shit like that. <clears throat> the shit that doesn't get seen by everybody else, but all the parents know goes on. Yeah, it's just a lot. Um, this lady in my building, every time I walk by, this bitch is just yelling at her fucking kids, just yelling, cussing, doing this, boom, get your fucking blah, blah, I'm like, dog, these little motherfuckers, I see them all the time, like three, four, mm-hmm. and five. Nicest little friendly kids in the world. Yeah. Like, bitch, if you don't have the fucking patience for kids, stop popping them at your fucking pussy then, right. bitch. <laughs> right now. Like, it's not that hard. Like, right. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, yeah, that shit's nuts. I saw they're trying to make a, a abortion law or, or trying to pass a bill now to where if you get an abortion, you can be uh, charged with uh, murder or sentenced with the death penalty. I saw that shit too. And I'm like, these motherfuckers, like, we have so many shitty fucking parents. Why are yeah. you guys so dead set on having more shitty parents when so many people are living under or at the poverty line? Like, let's make a situation where people have good parents or kids have some kind of resources before we start punishing people for not having kids. And then think of how much money you have to make to support a child. And is there a what is the livable wage at this point in our country that you have to make to be able to support a child? And would- imagine being single trying to do that shit. I was just talking about that shit with my coworkers on Monday. We went out to lunch on mm. some uh, old, old, old head shit. Went and grabbed some lunch and shit, and we were just talking. I was like, "Yo, when you got out of like when you got out of high school, you were thinking like, yo, if I make a hundred grand, I'm rich, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm set. Like that's four vacations, five vacations a year. That's that's a fucking nice ass car. That's a nice ass house in the suburbs. And five hundred or like a hundred grand compared to then, that shit is like sixty racks now, dog. Like yeah. that shit is not like." And like as even with saying that, the average household income is still like 60 grand, 65 grand. So like mm-hmm. I don't know. And trying to raise a child on that wage. You know, I don't yeah. know how to fuck people afford kids, dog. I don't know. It's don't it's know. definitely a it's definitely a, a game. It's definitely a learning thing as you go. How and, do uh, people afford daycare? Yeah, it's it's definitely a big jump from somebody having no kids, doing whatever the fuck you want to one day you have a kid and your whole life basically has to change. I think like me not having kids, like description of being inconvenienced is probably really inaccurate because I don't have, but like, I'm sure parents don't feel like, like I'm sure parents don't feel like that. And maybe some do like, maybe some do. And like, maybe that's not like, that's a harsh word to describe it. Mm -hmm. But that is like, you know, to your personal self, like, Motherfucker, you can't just pick up and go play basketball when you want, when you got a kid. 
or go play golf or say like, yo, I'm going to a bachelor party or doing all this. Like you got to do these different steps to get shit going. Or if your motherfucking kid's sick that day, you can't be like, oh, don't be sick. Yeah, another underestimated part is keeping these motherfuckers entertained. Mm, that's a good one because you don't like, want to just throw them in the like room with the no. tablet all the time either. And then once they become dependent on the tablet, then you got like you said earlier, a kid that's not socially mm-hmm. available for every situation. They don't know how to hold a conversation because they conversing with Siri or they tablet or yeah, learning everything from YouTube, and then they come out of left field saying some wild shit. And you like, where did you get that? They're Nazis and shit. Yeah, yeah. All types of wild shit. That's some shit. Um, it's funny though, I had Trey with me last week. We went to mm. Chandler Park with uh Richie's oldest son, and I text Richie's uh uh son's mom afterwards. I was like, yo, it's crazy, like guys kind of pop out the womb having dick swinging contests, huh? Like right off the rip, like they're just doing it. like we're in the car on the way to the park, and like I think Jackson said something about his tooth. He just lost a tooth, and Trey's like, Well, I lost a tooth. Trey's like, yeah, I got, I got my, like, I got $10 for that. And I'm like, you rich as shit, boy, like 10 for the two. Right. That's crazy. And Jackson was like, one time I got $20. And Trey's like, no way you got 20 Like, blah, blah. Like, well, maybe I'll get 20 next time. And Jackson's like, yeah, well, like, honestly, I think it might have been 25 I'm like, both y'all capping, dog. I know That's what I was about to say. And the parents, funny bro. thing is, I know the level kids to go to the lie to they make their story sound better line, is dog. crazy. You got be lying. And Trey goes, like, now Trey's off that. He wants to one up. He's like, yeah, well, my bank account, I got like $160 in that shit. And Jackson's like, that's a lot, man. That's a lot. But like, I got a bank account that I can't touch. And I think it's got like 320 And I'm like, these motherfuckers are <laughs> like puff their chest out shit at fucking seven and nine. Like, absolutely crazy. And I'm trying to explain money to Trey. Like, he's like, I got 160 in my bank account, blah, blah. I'm like, let me tell you how much money that isn't, bro, before you start going around saying you're rich. Like, that's not yeah. like. Understand how much money you're paying. And, like, I don't know at what age you're supposed to do that either. Like, I'm looking at chair. I'm like, bro, you got Jordans on your feet, and you got a new-ass fucking Adidas sweatsuit. Your, like, your outfit's $160, dog. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's your whole savings right there, boom, that yeah. your mom spent on you, dog. Like, that's so how Imagine as an adult what that is. That's just a shoe. Yeah, that's, that's a shoe. That's just a pant. That's a shoe. Sometimes that's just a shirt. Yeah, like motherfucker, this your savings exactly. is what I'm spending on you two at the trampoline park and dinner tonight. Like that's right. the fucking like John. Like I don't and I like I don't. That's another thing. I don't know. Like when you teach kids like the value of money or how that shit goes. Uh, I'm starting to see that. I feel like that has to be taught earlier and earlier. It's it be. because <clears throat> when we was growing up, like I said a couple pods ago, like I never like money wasn't like the bragging thing for me. I was more so I'm better at basketball than you. I can I can beat you in any video game. My shit was all that. Like I don't think and I think that's why I never even still to this day get caught up in the money conversation. It's just that wasn't what I was thinking about when I was younger. And it's still not something I think about like uh does this person have more money than me or does that person have more money than me? It's just I think the simple fact of knowing there's people that's going to have way more money than you and you're going to have way more money than some people. And it's just that. So unless you the fucking Saudi prince and you got trillions of dollars, shut the fuck up. Because in the grand scheme, nobody gives a fuck. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think like maybe like only thing I can remember like money related was just like kids kind of like not arguing, but like if somebody got the new like 
N64, you would just go over to their crib to play it. But I don't like I don't remember being very like jealous with shit like that though. Either. Mm-hmm. And it Dude, wasn't like you said, it wasn't uh you you wasn't hating because they had the new like, yeah, or whatever. You was like, oh, can I come over and play it? It was just how <laughs> it was like, you got the spot to hang out. And I like it's I think this is another thing of us being like, yo, like our generation was the best because I, I just think like a lot of the shit we did when we were kids, like even like up towards like probably like the end of high school, a lot of shit we did was free. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of shit was like tag, manhunt, like fucking running through the woods, like basketball, fucking bike rides, like the only thing I really remember spending like money on or like like I guess like regular shit like bowling and like fucking roller rink and like movies and shit. But back then, like you take a dub to the movies, you're getting a ticket and, and a fucking meal. Like you're going to yeah. a ticket and you're going to Burger King. It's like, like all you needed as a child up in, t- in your teenage years was money for all you needed was twenty dollars for a weekend, you were set. Hundred percent. If your mom threw you twenty, your dad threw you twenty, your grandma threw you twenty, your grandparents threw you twenty. Whoever the person that threw you a dub on the weekend as a child was, you lit. 100%. Nowadays, the teenagers asking for hundreds of dollars. I don't He's, know if I'm ready for that. The Christmas gifts is out of hand. Yeah, I'm, yeah, this shit the is Christmas crazy. gifts is out of hand. This shit is getting crazy. These kids got me fucked up, man. I like these kids are fucking like, that's the dumb shit. Like, I had a tell of twins this year. It's my fucking sending me off white shoes and all that shit. I said, bro, I'm going to get you some shoes. Tell me your size and you're going to be happy with them. That, that's right. what it is. Like that's right. just what it is. I'm not. I'm not going to dick you, bro. Like I'll get you some shoes. Like I'm not going right. to. I'm not going to put you in K Swiss. But you're not about to demand no fucking shit from me. Yeah, no. I know nice shit, motherfucker. Like no. Yeah, yeah. this is crazy. This shit. This shit is getting wild. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, some point this shit gets a halt put to it. And I hate to go back to it, but just like the job situation, it shows like this generation is following and i guess we did it too but following the hip-hop culture but the difference was a rockaware jean was 60 bucks if that if yeah if that you go to berlin you know i was going crazy at that bitch you hear somebody rapping about a mary you putting six to a thousand dollars six hundred to a thousand dollars on the gene at least what the fuck is we doing at least how the fuck am i supposed to get my kid $1,200 $1,200 pair of jeans, another fucking $400 shirt, and now he, this motherfucker wants some crazy sneaks, too? So I, yeah. I'm not spending four racks. They don't even want a J. They want the Amiri sneaker to match the jean. That costs $1,000. Oh, that are being doing? Yeah, that shit sucks. Um, all that being said, there is no better feeling than when kids like express like appreciation and affection oh, yeah. and shit for you. It's yeah. the best. It is. It's the best. Let that shit be known, kids. First, uh, like kids, kids are awesome as well. Like I, I do think they're a lot of fucking work, but kids, kids are sick. Yeah, there's definitely a, uh, a, a good feeling knowing that they can look at you and see, uh, have a have a genuine love for you. I just don't think most like friends and like adults and whatnot really talk about like I don't like I like they talk about it now as adults. Mm-hmm. Like when I talk to like, let's say like I'll, I'll talk to like my friend's parents or whatnot, because, you know, I'd be talking and shit. Mm-hmm. But like, like as friends, like actual friends my age and shit or like family members and whatnot, like I really don't think people talk about like like the reality of how challenging it is to be a parent. No, I think a lot of the talks when we were younger was just the you'll see. Yep. But yep. not in detail of like you'll what see. you'll see. They'll just say, oh, you'll see. 
Yep. Okay, you, you you do that when you have a child. Yep, you'll see when you're a parent. Trust yeah. me. My mom hits me with that shit all the time still. All the, like, all the fucking time. Well, you, and they keep you're it right dad, there. you'll fucking see. Like, okay, got it. Aren't you probably right? Yeah. Probably right. As soon as I have kids, like, I'm going to be fucking folding. Yeah, I already know I am. All over me, empty my bank account, have it, let them live with me till I'm fucking 33. Like, yeah, sure. Like, sure. Sure, I'm going to bail out after bail out. Uh-huh. Absolute denial. Like, 100%, I'm going to do all that shit, for sure. Yeah. Um, the big yeah. craze this weekend um in the TV world. Uh, did you get in the swarm? I didn't watch Swarm yet. I did not. And I that actor's from Snowfall as well, right? Which one? The girl, the actress. No. The main one? Mm-mm. That's not the crackhead girlfriend. No, I could make a racist joke, but no. What's the racist joke? All black people don't look alike. Mm, okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's the same girl from Snowfall. No, it's not. But uh, yeah, I, I think it's a pretty good show. It's another Donald Glover show, That's and uh, I can't believe you said that. <laughs> but uh, you asked, you said, you said, said. But uh, yeah, it, it seemed like it's about the Beyonce Beehive, and I find it hilarious because when you are like a super fan of an artist, this is how you act. Obviously, not to this extreme. And there's a little precursor before the show, and it says something to the extent of, like, if you see any similarities in this show, I am talking about those people. And it basically is, like, going against the people that super fan out over uh, artists. And is it good to super fan out over artists? I mean, not to spoil anything, but this girl's killing people over this artist. Buddy, I swear to God, uh, man, I feel like shit now. <laughs> It's definitely not her. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not her. What's it like? Yeah, I can't hold you. I called Imani today and I said, "Yeah, I, 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 I thought like I, I did some racist shit the other day, and I felt really bad about it." Mm-hmm. Um, I was walking to my car last night playing basketball, and like they just opened that new bar, and it had to be like ten kids like walking up with like walking up to me. They're going to the bar, and they all had their shiesty masks on. Yeah, all, all of them, like all ten. I thought to myself, I was like, "These kids are up to no good." Yeah. And then right after I was like, that's fucked up for me to think. <laughs> you in Philly. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. We need to pass on that one. It's realistic. Like, yeah, you you're not you're not in the safest place. <laughs> it's different if you just in Middletown and you think of that. You're like, all right. It's a little different when you in uh one of the Top ten worst cities in America. I'm in North. They walked out with shiesty masks, ten deep, bro. I said, <laughs> top age was seventeen. They was going into the bar. I'm like, this is crazy. What the yeah, fuck? Seven murders in the past month. You, that's a that's a that's an okay uh that's an okay <laughs> guess right there. That's an educated guess. Like I need to protect that's myself. Educated in this guess. Like, <laughs> these kids might not be up to no good. <laughs> yeah, I'm a stats guy. My citizens at pops. Like this shit ain't no joke. <laughs> I need to take all precautions right now. <laughs> you can't be playing around with this shit. That's funny because they really could have not been up to no good, dog. Right. I don't think it was a Fuck nice day is. out yesterday, bro. It's like 62. Like my people thinking that shit like eh, all right. Okay. Mm, let's see how this plays out. <laughs> no, I yeah, I didn't catch more, man. Um you like did you like it? Uh 
it's cool. It's digestible. It's 30 minutes. I'm glad it's not an hour because it's definitely like a show where you like, okay, it doesn't drain you when you watch it, but it is like one of those shows where it's like, okay, I get it, but get to the point. And then you get the point every episode, but I mean, it's funny. We just had the discussion about top five uh, season ones uh, at the housewarming. Did we have a talk on the pod as well or no? It was on the pod. I don't think we had it at the housewarming, did we? Yeah, we did. We might have been before you got there, though. Yeah, probably before I got but, there. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, we was just talking about it. And uh, I now Last of Us has put a high standard on shows for me. So, I mean, that's kind of a, one of the bar shows. But, yeah, it's, it's digestible. And it's not – you won't feel bad after watching. You'll be like, all right, I'm not mad I watched that show. Yeah, I watch it. I definitely watch. There's so much TV right now going on. Like Mara, Mara Kingstown. Is it Kingstown or Easttown? I forget. Um, Kingstown. Kingstown. I need to catch up on that. I'm down like two episodes. Mm. Uh, the new, the new um, Ghost came out. Mm. Just finished up BMF, and then the show I've been telling you about that's got rave reviews for season two. Says so better than season one. Yellow Jacket starts up this week. I have not. Uh... So I'm, I'm I'm I got a lot of TV and you're I'm catching up on Your Honor season two. Did you watch Your Honor? Which one is Your Honor? And that's what your man's from Breaking Bad. Which one is that's I, what is, a what is fire. it? On? It's Showtime, and that is a fire fucking season one as well. I always hear about Your Honor. I never that's a knew fire what season on. one as well, man. You'll have to watch that. You'll like that. It's based in uh, New Orleans. That's a really good show as well. I heard they go crazy on there. I don't that's a have very a good show. Time, though. Very good show, and that's your guy. He's 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 a good actor, man. He he knows what he's doing. Um, I didn't like. I saw the swarm shit, and the first thing I saw was the backlash from Chloe Bailey. It's Chloe, right? Not Haley. Yeah, Chloe. Chloe Bailey's getting hit on there, and they're like, "Yo, she's doing all this for a TV show on Prime," and like, it's just like some people talk like so fucking stupid mm. to me. Like, it's like, dog, Amazon Prime has some of the biggest fucking shows and, and biggest A-list actors in the last couple of years for their movies and whatnot, and yeah. you guys are downplaying her because she got fucked on there. Like, she's trying to be an actress, dog. It's like. I'm not discrediting her because she got hit on a TV show. I don't give a fuck. Right. We've seen Queen Latifah's titties, bro. Yeah, like, sh- like, like yeah, exactly, about? dog. Exactly. Seen, I don't know. Did we see Whoopi Goldberg? No, we didn't see Whoopi Goldberg. I wish. <laughs> but yeah, man, I don't. I never understood the whole. Oh, she's naked in a show. Now she's. We can't take her. Whatever. It's it's yeah. acting, man. Like. Oh fuck! This is weird. Yeah, I don't. I, don't, I never gave a fuck about that shit. Um, but yeah, long. I mean, and even what happens to her in the show is, it's a good show. It's a good show. Like I said, you won't be mad. You watch it. It's definitely, I say, worth the watch. And yeah. It's just a lot. Like you said, it's a lot out there. I still haven't caught up on Bel Air. I, I fell asleep on Ghost because we had just watched BMF, and we tried to go into that. And these shows are hour long, and I ain't got the fucking retention for that shit no more. I found out quick. Very different, too. I could watch seven hours of a show. I can't do that shit no more. Uh, one other thing, I got a uh, job suspension almost over. Uh, they thinking he's gonna make his debut tomorrow night. Uh, should he have got suspended at all if this was all that was gonna happen? No, John Morant's acting like a fucking idiot. Let's act, let him act like an idiot. Right, let's yeah. do what he did. We don't have to make everything into a giant deal. Like sometimes you can just say like, "All right, he's acting like a fucking idiot." Mm. And keep it moving. Like, yeah, he held a gun. Okay, the cops said there's no charges there. If it, like, to me, at the end of the day, if there's no charges there, what, what are we doing? doing? What are we doing? 
Right. No charges there. Fuck it. Let's keep it pushing. Yeah, I definitely think there is something to stepping in before it gets too crazy. But if this was all that was going to happen, I don't see what that did for the situation. Uh, a counseling for two weeks. Okay. Uh, it was rumored that he was in a rehab. He dispelled that, said he doesn't have a drinking problem. So that wasn't the case. Um, at the end of the day, this dude is early 20s, hundreds of millions on his on his way to making. Uh, if he's going to make a mistake, he's got to make it, and hopefully he learns from that. But phenomenal basketball player. Hopefully he got the personal shit sorted out. But we'll see how this shit play out for real, for real. Yeah, we'll see. Um, last two joints I got we can run through quick because I thought we were going to go short on this, but mm. the parent topic. Um, North Korea said it's ready or it's preparing for a nuclear counterattack in case U.S. or South Korea tries anything. Are we? Are we? Does anybody care what North Korea says? Um, I think they bluffed us so many times that we don't. But uh, a couple pods ago, I was talking about the Yamani park chick uh i don't know if i'm saying her name right but yeah yeah they did the interview we had a great joe uh joe rogan interview and uh as far as i know north korea is not fucking playing and also they have nothing loose yeah so yeah. they don't give a fuck and then i see uh putin and i was gonna say China on, the world political, yeah. on the world political spectrum of the news this week uh the fact that the china president or dictator whatever the fuck he prime minister i don't know what, what is he what they called him china leader okay china leader z went over to russia to visit putin after mm-hmm. uh, i think like the world was it the world crime unit or some bullshit like that announced that they had a uh arrest warrant for putin for like terroristic acting or some shit mm-hmm. um and look, man, I, I I know we're fucking puffing our chest out, and I know we're the scariest country, and we spend the most money, and we haven't lost shit yet, but we have lost some things. We haven't took a big L. The, the idea of China and fucking Russia being buddies just is a little unnerving to me. Yeah. Just a little unnerving, especially where we stand as a country, very divided. Um, and maybe, like, maybe that's what we need to, to come back together is a giant threat. But two power countries, however you view either one of them, just uh, it's a little unnerving to me. You got you got two power countries and a country that don't give a fuck. And yeah, that's a tough fight to handle right there. Apparently, from what the lady was saying in the uh, Joe Rogan interview, China gives oil to North Korea so he can make these bombs and nukes and whatever. And that's how he's able to make these things. So it seems like all three of them is forming a solid alliance. And, I mean, to take out the big bad guy, which is being portrayed as us over there, um, you need to team up. And when you got two out of the however many strongest armies or militaries in the world teaming up, it's a little, little worrisome. So I would think we need to... Stop beefing over here about dumb shit and let's uh let's buckle down on this real shit that's happening. Yeah, I know we're the toughest country in the world and we don't give a fuck and America, blah blah. I'm all, I'm all in on that. Um but I was listening to some of those those reports coming from the Ukraine soldiers and they were saying like we wonder if the Russian soldiers are on drugs or whatnot, because they're literally just 
walking over their friend's corpse and just fucking getting popped. They just yeah. come over and over, like no one. It's a like a mandatory death, pretty much. And they just yeah. keep coming and coming. They're like, dude, it's like a zombie movie. These yeah. motherfuckers are walking over bodies and just getting sniped, coming into like guaranteed death and don't give a fuck. Damn. That's not some shit I want to fight, dog. No, yeah, you never want to fight the person that has nothing. That doesn't care about getting beat up. That's the shit, motherfuckers. Everybody knows somebody like that doesn't care about getting punched in the face. Right. I don't want to fight you until we're both too tired to fight. I don't want to do that. You don't want to fight him after you've knocked him down three times and he yeah. gets back up and he's like, I'm still, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm I want to fight the guy that knows, like, right, once yeah. he's losing, to be like, all right, man, like, enough's enough. Like, I got yeah. it. Like, I don't want to fight the motherfucker that wants to fight to die. I'm like, no, yeah. dog, fuck no. Nothing to lose. I'm good on that. And then the last one I had before getting around thoughts was uh, there's a lot of reports coming out that, that they're planning on um, indicting Trump this week or next week. Mm-hmm. And it all comes back to that Stormy Daniels situation. I guess they paid him some hush money. Mm-hmm. or paid her some hush money. Mm-hmm. Um, I get it. Like We don't want Trump to be president again. Like He's a nut. Dude be doing shit. But at this point, let's just let the motherfucker get like just die out. Yeah, honestly, I think this just brings him back up and brings his followers back to him. Um, let him let just let the motherfucker loose. Uh, if y'all didn't book him, if y'all actually didn't really impeach him all those years ago, what are we talking about? If y'all didn't book him all those years ago, what are we really talking about? It's done. Are we just. Running in circles with one guy when we're not focusing on what's really going on, like a China Russia situation. I don't like, I just don't care enough to do it. Like, like I just don't like me neither. I get, man. I, get I get it. He's an asshole. Like, yeah. just, like so let's move on. Yeah, um, and man, it just makes me fucking sick to think that it's going to be Biden versus Trump again. Oh, let's hope for better, man. I'm, I told you I'm not voting this time around, but let's hope for better. I'm voting for Trump. No, fuck with you. <laughs> hey, man, he blessed us with a check. That's all. I uh, Biden's done good for me, man. Um, all right, random thoughts. Uh, random thoughts. Uh, XXX Tentacion murders. Uh, got booked on first degree charges. Um, with a star witness that told everything. Uh, is snitching dead? Is looked at being a snitch dead nowadays? We got the wise girl child. Nobody gave a fuck. Um, but they give a fuck, but they obviously don't give a fuck if they still doing the shit. I guess the thing would be: was snitching ever real? Good. That might be the better question. Like. Because we do this shit, and like sometimes I go, maybe it dies out with our generation. But I'll talk to people, and like, like I know a bunch of people that didn't give a fuck about the six nine situation. Like, oh, whatever. Um, and let's like, if we're being honest about it, like we've all either know old heads or heard of old heads, people's parents, so and so that tattled and still mm. run around like like nothing. So like, mm. I think the idea <clears throat> of shame associated with snitching will never die out. Mm. But the action or the repercussion that comes from snitching isn't isn't as real as a threat, I think, as they make it seem. Yeah, I, I would say, because I feel like the whole snitching thing came from mob culture. I was thinking with, that. Yeah. With mob culture, they would actually die. Yeah. Um, street culture, up to a certain point, they would die. Um, I'm, and for sure, it's still, they 
depending on who you're dealing with, they'll die in this day and age. But it's like a... So it's like this thing with selective snitching. Like, okay, so it's XX murder. People want to see justice for his murder, especially how it happened. And people aren't mad about that guy telling. So it's like also selective at this point as well, too. It's not let the cops do their job. It's also like, okay, well, we want to see justice for this. And then you could look at the Troy Ave situation and it's like, He's his whole thing now is streets is a myth. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, the SXX shit is interesting to me because I'm a big adamant on like snitching is when you're avoiding repercussions for something you did. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we want to see justice, but that fat fella was involved mm-hmm. in that John. He mm-hmm. was like he had his friends burnt him, they gave him a less percentage than the rest of the guys that got the money off the robbery, and yeah, so and so, but he was actively involved in that murder. Right. Um, so should they even like because I think they would have got those guys regardless without his testimony. And should they even, so. you don't think so? Mm-mm. Just, I mean, I don't, like, maybe like, just like, I just, it's kind of fucked up because that guy's going to do like four years. Yeah. And he played an active part. He played a real, a real role. Cause he played a real role in murdering. The reason why I say I don't think they would have got away with it is they only had like pictures and texts. But it's only but so much you could prove in these pictures and texts. We talking about, they text about money. And things like that, but it's like, who's to say where this money came from? We 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 robbed a bank or something. Who who knows? I found it in my grand, I dug it up in my grandfather's backyard. Who fucking knows? But yeah, I don't I don't think they would have got caught. But even if after they did get caught, it's hard. People don't realize it is hard to prove a fucking murder. Like a lot of shit got to fall in place for you to prove a murder. And a witness is one thing that's gonna help prove a murder. To expound on your point on the snitching as a myth thing, I was watching that Babyface Ray clip circulating last week, and I'm thinking, mm. is drug dealing a myth as well? Why you say that? Because a lot of these fellas, like, and now we're 31, like, we're getting up there and shit. Mm. What's the success rate of selling drugs? I would say the same as being a successful rapper. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, but, like, how many of these, like, I was thinking in my head, like, how many of these, like, trappers that I've came across in my day have ever cleared a hundred grand in a year? Yeah, that's not, that's not, not saying it's impossible, but like, that's what I'm talking about a hundred grand profit in a year. That's, it's not easy to do. No. So I'm it's thinking, like, to do. if you factor that in, like, a lot of these guys, don't make that much money. Like they have like a good month or two, like maybe a good couple months, but like Babyface Ray was pretty much saying like, yeah, don't, don't like a lot of girls are saying like, yeah, you can't date somebody with a nine to five. And a lot of this shit is a myth. Like a lot of people are posting money when they just have it. Yeah. They'll go get the section and be broke the next day. Yeah. And like, like. Or post the same, the same wad of cash for. Or, buy the, or <laughs> buy the designer fit and wear it 15 times. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, like, I'm so like, I was just thinking about that shit driving the other day. I'm like, the success rate of drug dealers I've known is not that high. Like, it's just not. Like, I've only, I only know a handful, if that, that have made good enough money to where I go, all right, justified. Right. Like, yeah, like it was, it was worth the risk. Everybody else, you get like, you get hit with a couple years here and there in jail. Like, mm-hmm. you make a little run. Like, well, motherfuckers don't be having money like that, bro. It's, 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 it's honestly too much to keep up with. I mean. You gotta pay for protection. 
whether that's guns or whatever. You got to pay for you have to pay for your day to day. Uh, I think people think the profits off of drugs is way bigger than it actually is. Sometimes, I mean, I remember listening to Jay Z talk about it. Um, and they broke it down to where as though, like, selling a brick, you may get bricks at 15000 a piece, and you sell them for $17. you are making $2,000 off of one brick, but you're risking hundreds of years for these bricks. So, I mean, just look at the profit margin, the $2,000 profit margin off of one brick. When you, I mean, that's obviously, you make way more if you bust it down. I'm not a brickologist yeah, 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 either. Yeah, yeah. But you make way more if you bust it down or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But if you're selling them at wholesale prices, you're not about to make 10000 off of a fucking brick. Yeah. So, so I mean, I, if you just look at the risk reward, the risk is way up here. The reward is still here. Like, it's not the best business to be in. Now, is it glorified? Yes, but it's not a whole get rich quick scheme unless you're saving every fucking dime that you make. Yeah, I guess the appeal is that like everybody that sells drugs, well, not everybody, but like motherfuckers might have a good month, a good mm-hmm. two months out of like four years. And then they think, well, like, yo, remember how crazy I rented up that one summer? I was yeah. like, yeah, bro, that was five fucking summers ago, though. Dog, yeah. like, go, go get a fucking job. Like, what? Yeah. That was five summers ago. You still chasing up, like, could you imagine reg- working a regular job and be like, yo, remember how good it was five years ago? Motherfuckers will look at you crazy. Dog, go get a new fucking job. Dog, the crazy shit is, a lot of people that transition into the nine to five be like, this shit way easier than doing that other dumb shit. Don't nobody want to worry about doing all that shit all the time. Dog, head on a swivel, motherfuckers hating yeah. on you. That's crabs in a barrel. Like, that shit is weird, bro. Like, you might get yeah. like, so I, like, I, I think the, the, the fucking illusion of drug dealing is way more appealing than the reality of drug dealing. Um, yeah, the reality of it is a stressful life. Uh, looking like you said, looking over your shoulder, not just from enemies, but police. Like you riding with some shit, your fucking heart is in your ass. Like you about to shit that shit out. Like this, this shit is not a game. I think the reality of it is a lot of people like are familiar with the phrase like like you live pay, pay like paycheck to paycheck, and a lot of these drug dealers are living trap to trap. Yeah, and, and it just as as much as people be in debt to the banks, people be in debt in the trap. Hundred percent. Um. Yes, yeah, so I was just thinking that that was my random thought. Uh, random thought. Uh, I've got two. Uh, First touch point. I'll fear monger a bit. I saw a report saying that uh, scientists believe it's much more likely for us to be hit with a, a giant asteroid than it was to be believed beforehand. Um. I always thought that. Like, yo, there's probably a good chance we get hit with an asteroid. I, I'm thinking like on some like top secret shit. They got a plan, though, for that. Like, I'm thinking yeah. they got some kind of, like, fucking, like, Armageddon. Not Armageddon. What was that shit where they, they ran up to the comet with Bruce Willis? Mm-hmm. Was that Armageddon? Maybe. Independence Day. One of them shits. Where they, they went up to that the, the comet, and they blew that bitch up with a nuke. I feel like there's a plan in there. Um, another, John, I was thinking, though, has there ever been a player? I know we talked about this probably a year or so ago. Has there ever been a player in the NBA that's had such a fall off? From max salary to unplayable without an injury than Ben Simmons. No. It's fucking mind-boggling to think about, dog. And I think the biggest question around Ben is, do you even want to hoop? Because, I mean, Charles Barkley had the best. And people hate when Charles says it, but if you're making $100 over four years, 
What's the incentive to hoop if you don't love hoop? Especially if people are just critiquing you every game. And it's people that love hoop, but there's also, uh, I forget which NBA player said it, but he was like, there's a bunch of six, seven, six, eight, six, nine guys that this is just a job. Like, yeah, I'm just six, eight. I can, I can get a rebound. I can box out. I can hold open shot. I'll take 12 million a year. Why not? I don't yeah. love the shit, but I can do it. And that's fair enough too. Like that, that also is fair. Yeah. Like I can't yeah. hold you. That's fair. Like you're set for life. One, one big contract in the NBA guaranteed money, regardless of how you perform, regardless of how healthy you stay, you getting paid. Why? What, what is the incentive for Ben Simmons to show out on the court? And like, if that's what it is, that's what it is. But I just, I was thinking about that shit. I was, I was listening to some pod the, like a week ago, and I was just thinking like, no injury involved. Really, no injury. Like they said he had those back shit, but how real is that? Mm-hmm. And this guy goes from driving to the rack on average eight times a game to two. Mm-hmm. Like he goes from probably the best, def- one of the top three best defenders in the league, top five facilitator, and one of the top ten attackers in the league. To you can't play him. You can't play this fucking guy. You can't play. And this was my oh, first yeah. season with League Pass. And um I watched a ton of basketball this year. And watching the NCAA tournament is like actually admirable for how hard these motherfuckers play. Is is as bad as they may be, these motherfuckers is playing hard. And it's like the the difference of intensity they got compared to the NBA. It's kind of sickening. I'm I'm sitting here like I couldn't imagine if an NBA game was being played like this at this high intensity level for four quarters. The way these college players that's trying to make it to that level are playing, how good basketball would be, it would be insane. And when they talk about 90s, 80s basketball, I think that's what they're talking about. I don't think it's a whole toughness situation. I don't think it's none of the other bullshit they bring up. I think it's the fact that they was getting paid a million to three million a year, two hundred fifty thousand to three three million a year, playing their asses off because they love the hoop and the competitiveness. To whereas though somebody's making twenty five to forty a year, why am I playing hard every night? The fuck! I got forty million in the bank. I don't need to go out here and kill myself when I got forty million to spend. What? I'm going to Cabo in two weeks. Fuck this season. I just yeah. I like I just. I don't get it. I just don't get it. Um, nope. Yeah, that's pretty much all I had, man. You good to go?